Blog Talk Radio. Rise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. A new day has dawned. All over the earth, men and women are arising. It's time for the sons of God to awake. It is a day of justice, recompense, Restoration, revival, and resurrection power. gentlemen, this is Vincent Xavier, pastor of New Wine Ministries. Great to be with you today. As you can see, if you're on Blog Talk Radio or if you're on Facebook, YouTube, or Rev Media, Brian Gray is with us today. Kathy is still schnoozing, is the truth, because they're back in Hawaii on the island of Kauai. Good morning, Brian. How are you, sir? <laughs> what, you said it's 5 a.m. in the morning there? So why does it feel? <laughs> All right, very good. Well, it feels like 5 a.m. here for some reason today. I don't get it, and it's already 9 o'clock, but praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. How are you guys doing? Talk to us about your transition from uh, Honduras into the island of Kauai. Ooh. Right. <laughs> yeah, but actually running toilets, running water, everything normal.
Well, praise God. I want to make sure that we have a good sound bite right now, losing some people on the blog talk. But uh, we should be coming through loud and clear everywhere else. Let's see how this goes today. So you're back in the island. You're taking care of business. What, uh, what is special on your heart this morning that we could just kind of break out into? Um, what unusual things are you sensing as you're listening, watching, as a watchman on the wall? Uh, what, are you, what are you hearing right now? Wow. Jeez. Wow. So again, wars, rumors of wars, uh, you know, this has been going on for such a long time. Mandates, vaccinations, you just went through something. You're now locked down for 10 days, quarantined. And uh, how do you get your food? You know, how does that all work? What do you do to get around and go shopping? Okay. Oh, that's good. That's really, really good. And um, so you can't do any business while you're there except by phone or computer. Uh, to take care of your business, and yet you need to have some face-to-face as you go, so you have to wait a little bit before getting it done. Wow. You're really off the grid. Well, that's amazing. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm, I'm working this out. I'm getting a call right now. My apologies. Um, I'm getting a call that you're not being heard at all on blog talk radio. And I don't understand why. Um, but I know if you, if you sign into that, then we have a uh, reverb issue. So, uh, okay, good. Okay. All right. Let's try that. And I'll tell, uh, that's what's happening. Okay. Working on it now. Okay. Let's see if we can get a sound bite then or some sound on there. So let's see, Brian, you probably just came in right here and, um, we'll get it worked out. I haven't seen you yet, but you will come in at some point. All right. So I've got a big question I want to ask you. It's kind of waiting for the right moment to ask you the question, uh, get into the meat and potatoes of what you're doing out there, what you've been doing out there as a, uh, as a watchman, as a believer, as a missionary, uh, sharing the gospel, the love of Christ with people. So uh, what is your prefix on your phone, by the way? Are you 903? No. You're 808. Okay. So I haven't seen you show up yet in Blog Talk Radio, but you surely will in just a moment here. So... <clears throat> Uh, okay. Hey, if you guys could hear us in blog talk radio at all, would you just give us a little, you know, put, press the one on your dial pad so we can, we know that you're hearing us 
and technology. Yes. All right. So. Okay, so I've got a three, two, one. Somebody did put their hand up. So uh, let me just ask this question here. Uh, area code four seven nine three two one. Can you hear Brian? Okay. Can you guys hear Brian? Okay. Okay, the, the call dropped. That means they could hear us. Let's just we'll take it from there. That's good. Um, okay, so Brian, I want to ask you a question, and uh, I think you're the perfect person to ask about this question. Uh, we were having a Bible study last night, and during the Bible study, we kind of cracked open a mystery, and by the Holy Spirit of God and the grace of God, we saw something I had never seen before. been reading my Bible coming up on 40 years here very soon, and uh, just never saw it before. And it basically is out of Ephesians chapter 3, and um, what it says there is that we are to, and I'll just pick it up in verse 18, that... Um, we are rooted and grounded in love. He was, Paul was praying for that, that we may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. And so the epiphany was, if we want to accelerate into being transformed into that image uh, or to be filled with the fullness of God, then we need to know the love of Christ and not just epignosis head knowledge, but to know it in experience. And so my thought last night was, well, to know the love of Christ wasn't necessary to know that Christ loved us, but to know the love that he had to the father. And then I took it a step further and I said, you know, I need to see some verses in the Bible where Jesus actually stops and says to the people, I love you. You know, Jesus loves me, this I know. And so I was kind of wrestling with the idea, uh, is, it, is it Jesus that loves us, or this, is it the Father that so loved the world, and he gave his only son, and it was the son's love for the Father. And then I did find, because I was up all night searching it out, because I want to be accurate in what we're saying, that three times in the Gospel of John, he did say, uh, love one another even as I have loved you, unto him that loved us and washed us in his own blood. So there is the love of Jesus towards us, which is the Father's love. But speak into that, the knowing of the love that would actually bring us to the fullness of God, because that's important. Yeah, it, it, it's a very uh, ununderstandable thing without the revelation of the Holy Spirit. So Paul's praying that we would comprehend with all saints what is the length, the breadth, the depth, the height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge uh, beyond the epignosis. So uh, I was thinking the love of Christ, to know his love. Well, uh, I know that Christ is the substance of God. It's the same substance, uh, whereas fallen humanity does not have that same substance uh, until we're born again and that substance is brought into us to make us more like him, uh, to actually conform us into his image. But to know the love of Christ, to know, to experience, to intimate, to, to partake of the love of Christ, and I was thinking, well, how do I know his love? And then I thought, well, it's the way that he loved the Father, that he was willing to go to the cross, right? He was willing to die. He, he did that not because he loved us. It's because he loved the Father and the Father loved us. But they're the same substance, so I would imagine it's one and the same, that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, being God, 
that we are loved, period. Is that pretty close? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So, okay. I wanted to clarify that for anybody that was watching on Bible study uh, last night, uh, if you heard something and were challenged. So I'm going to keep studying and exploring that issue. Uh, Brian, we've got about 45 minutes on the broadcast today. We have to stop at 10 a.m. our time, 5 or 6 your time, get you, get you back to the beach and surfing on the island. Um, yeah, right. So getting calls coming in. I know it's Patricia Joy saying you're not being heard on blog talk radio. So um, it's a tough morning, man. It's a tough morning for this, but uh, technology Um, special on your heart, Brian, special on your heart. What are you thinking? You're traveling. You talked a little bit up front about it, but what's, what's in your heart right now that you would like to say to the body of Christ? Can you hear me? Brian can't be heard yeah. on blog talk. Yeah, we hear you, babe. We know. We're working it through. Uh, yeah, let's do that, Brian. Sign in one more time. It's, uh, there is a lot of people that are wanting to listen to what's happening and are not able to do so. And I'm not sure what that is. I never have been. I try to communicate with the company, Blog Talk, and they keep saying it's something in my system, and I just don't know what it is. There you go. That's Go for it. Let's, let's do it. Babe, let me know when you can hear. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, there seems to be such a, a kind of a blackout with communicating the gospel with people as we go. You, we live in an area where it's sort of the Bible Belt, where everybody is supposed to know about the word. And it, it does seem like things are wrapping up. Amen. Amen. So if things are wrapping up, and I I hear a lot of reverb in my my ear right now, let me do it like this. So if things are wrapping up um, in in the age of this church age and 6,000 years of the age of man, so to speak, and things are coming to a conclusion, that would mean that the fullness of the Gentiles would come in. How do you even begin to mark something like that? 
you know, none of us really know. The only way to find out if there's an end time harvest is to go out there and see if people will come in, right? Yeah, mamma mia, this is not bueno. Okay, so I can hear myself, but I can't hear you. Well, that's okay. I'll tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to be quiet. You speak. You minister the body of Christ, Brian. Only in me. Only in mine. So you go ahead and speak and share. What would you say as a missionary to the people of God? How would you inspire the church in this hour? And let's start there. Do you think people are just waiting for something to happen and are kind of just going about maybe ignoring signs of the times, just kind of living one day at a time, trying to get through and, you know, enjoy the moment they have and are just kind of bailing out um, of, of getting involved, but just kind of waiting, you know, what's the ne- when's the next big deal going to hit? When's the next this going to happen, the next that? Like this is it. So we're going to be out of here soon. We'll talk a lot about that. Then there are the 
Yeah, amen. So, Rome, 2,000 years ago, I guess, and during the time of its fall, I'm sure there were many people that were suggesting that, you know, Rome is unconquerable. Um, Babylon's cry is, nothing bad will ever happen to me. I sit as a queen. I will see no death. I will see no trouble. And uh, constantly, God says to that attitude, Well, in one hour, your destruction is going to come because you are so arrogant. And, you know, living in this country, living on this earth at this time, uh, being the church, being salt, being light, it seems like we have been given the power to bring everything to a higher, you know, uh, whatever, a higher level of life, a higher standard of living. And we, the church, have the power to bring everything up. And we do. I know that's true. But At this time, there were Christians in Rome as well that were there when it was ready to burn, when it was ready to be destroyed and overthrown and taken down. And because God is cutting his his work short right now, uh, we should be very cognizant as, well, I live on this earth, I live in this country, um, but I am aware that we've crossed some lines. I am aware that, you know, even if they've stopped abortion today all over the country, that you still have 90 million innocent babies' blood on your hands, America, and you've passed laws that offended God. And so we're just in this time of judgment right now, this time of turmoil. And what we do in this moment to prepare ourselves to meet the Lord and how we conduct ourselves amongst the people is very important to our survival so that we don't lose our love and we don't fall away from the faith in these last days. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right, so I'm going to try this so there's not a uh, – I just muted your microphone for a moment, and then I'll bring you back on. Uh, I, is there, there's probably no reverb. I don't hear any. So um, the picture puzzle that you were talking about a moment ago, you know, when people bring pieces together, and the problem is is that for people that are getting pieces, genuine, biblical, Holy Spirit-led pieces to the end-time puzzle, to the picture of what we are witnessing, what God is showing us, a lot of times people look at the picture that's being presented and they just don't like it. You know, we don't want that picture. We want the picture of harvest. We want the picture of revival. Uh, we don't want a picture of judgment. We don't want the picture of darkness and invasion and death coming to the shores of America. Uh, we don't want this collapse and this brokenness and war. Uh, you know, we don't, we don't want, we don't like that picture. So you, the people that are getting it and are speaking it, that reality is what's developing all around us. That is what is happening. You don't see great revivals. You don't see, even though some people claim that there's great revivals, but basically a revival today is people leaving one church, going to another church, and then the few people that are getting saved, you know, is, is another issue. But there's no real revival, and the harvest is a harvest of Christ-likeness in our lives. And then there's two harvests we know of in Scripture that God is going to produce, one into the wine press. So the picture is coming forth. America has crossed the point of no return. All the dreams in the world that people are getting of revival and harvest are coming out of their imagination, coming out of their own desire, their own will. Uh, that's not to say that God cannot save an individual today. Someone could get born again today. They certainly can. Um, but I think you bring up the excellent point. And, you know, it's, it's a very difficult thing to maintain your course as a minority, an unacceptable minority, but the days, the darker they get, Brian, as, as I understand how it works, the people that once railed on you for saying such negative things, eventually they're going to get it and they're going to wind up saying, we knew that from the very beginning, because that's how people are. Something is definitely coming, and the Bible does predict, Jesus did tell us what the signs would look like, and we don't know the depth of the experience that we're going to have to walk through. Um, I want to move on to a subject that you're very familiar with. I'm just becoming familiar with it. Uh, took some time and watched a, a YouTube video on a documentary of Elon Musk. And I, I saw the man. I saw what he did. I saw what he does. Solar City, rockets, um, all these different, you know, ventures that he got into. He's a multi-billionaire. Um, and I was watching the story. And um, now he's getting into something, I guess it's been around for a long time, called Neuralink where the telephones are integrating with the brain, computers are integrating with the brain, and he's now saying, and I don't know if it's still active or valid, that there is, by 2022, the brain chips are going to start getting installed in people's bodies, in their brains. Can you speak into that? Because I know it's happening in Sweden. Amen. So we know that movies are like dreams, and dreams are like movies. They come out of the imagination. Some have truth in it. There's a level of truth, a measure of truth. My daughter was telling me about a movie 
I don't remember what it was, where people had to go hang out around cell towers because they had been so integrated with technology that they needed to get downloaded by the, the towers, uh, which leads me to a question about 5G towers. I have a friend, I have two friends. One of them is saying, leave 5G towers alone. It's not an issue. It's just going to fifth generation stuff, not a problem. Another friend was saying that this stuff is going to really have an impact upon the human being. Uh, what is your thought about the 5G towers? How do they work into this whole thing, if anything? Excellent. Uh, so I don't think 5G has rolled out fully yet. And it's interesting that with the download of the vaccinations and all this push to get everybody vaccinated before the rolling out or the full rollout of 5G towers, how there could be integration. That is a scientific, you know, kind of a thriller. The thing that concerns me more than anything is, as a Christian man that reads my Bible is that Jesus talked about a time that a snare would come upon the whole earth. And that when that snare came, they would not escape. And I'm thinking that snare that's going to trap people, it's not going to be military powers all over the world holding everybody captive in prisons and all of that. There's something else to that that is connected to all this artificial intelligence and technology that is exploding in the hands of a, you know, a mad scientist into a Nazi you know, regime, if you will, that is to enslave the masses through this technology. Can you speak into that just a little bit? Is that a valid concern in our day and age? Absolutely. Okay, so <clears throat> that's, that's powerful because... Um, you have uh, 8 million people on the planet. There's got to be population reduction in order to control everything, to get everything the way they want it, which is a biblical reality. There will be a huge loss of population in the last days. We do know that through all the different mechanisms of pestilence and war, et cetera, et cetera. And it drives me to believe, you know, in, as I'm living here with 8 billion other people on this planet at this time, looking at the world through a biblical lens, I'm looking and thinking, my God, if this 5G towers technology, which is really good, and a lot of people love it because it's supposedly making our lives better, okay, um, then my concern right now is rather than getting caught in the snare, when does the time come that we switch off computers, televisions, iPhones, and run into the wilderness that God has prepared for people I feel like we're at that time. I believe it's coming swiftly. I believe that they may think 75 years that God is actually squeezing and throttling things into fulfillment right now. Uh, what are your thoughts about that? <clears throat> well said. Uh, we, we're, we're coming right now. We're at our time. We've got to get rolling here. But you, what you just said, again, it, it deserves another conversation, and we're going to have that conversation. And I, for me, I would rather be in a place where I wouldn't have to worry about that happening. Um, I would be very happy living on the top of a mountain, so to speak, with uh, my wife, my best friends, and a chessboard 
and having all the things that we need, which means take what you have today and use it to get what you may not be able to have so freely available to you in the very few days that lie ahead. And I really believe in that, Brian. I actually believe that you should get what you need for as long as you think you're going to need it with an understanding you may not have the access to it without that mark of the beast or without capitulating or without coming under the mind control and the deception. We see people all around us every day that are walking in deception and they don't see it. Does a deceived man know he's deceived? And the only light of truth that I understand is the word of God, the Holy Spirit, some uh, people that I could be accountable to and hold me accountable if I say or do something that's not accurate to tell me so that I could get on the, the straight and narrow path again. Uh, we've run out of time. Give you a last word. Say goodbye to everybody and a final thought. Amen. Amen. Great, great. Thanks. Thanks for coming up at 5 a.m. in the morning, joining me. Sorry for the technical difficulties. I'm going to find a way to get this all worked out so we don't have ever an issue again. Brian, thank you. God bless you and Kathy. Hopefully we can talk again very soon. And while you're on the island, enjoy. <clears throat> and God bless you. All right. All right, folks, that is going to be it for us right now with Brian and Kathy. Tough interview. So sorry about the technical issues. We'll get it worked out by the grace of God um, at the right time. Have a super blessed day. We'll talk to you real soon. Keep your head in the heavens. Keep your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. Stay in the word of God and keep moving forward in the direction the Holy Spirit's taking you. Until we meet again, Pastor Vince, show up. See you, Lord willing, tomorrow.